The following is a fourth-hand production. This is just too fucking good, man. Welcome to Inhuman Cafe. Oh, Jesus. With the Inhuman Bobby Blades. It's like a big, warm, sloppy, wet hug with somebody's mouth. The Inhuman Bobby Anthem. I've never shit my pants, but I have nicked my sack, man. MJ from Conspiracy Cafe. But, I mean, speaking of it, a Nerf football is probably the softest you can get for wiping your ass. Inhuman Cafe. Oh, no. Some hobos about to happen. Inhuman Cafe. I'm not gonna die here. <laughs> Inhuman Cafe! What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hashtag best show ever. I'm like, oh man, it's too much. <laughs> Dude, look, man. That text thread where you guys were talking about the jewelry, you're talking about, oh man, I, I, I need this, but I want it to be longer. Oh, yeah, I didn't think it was long enough. I think I can make it longer. I'm like, huh, too much. That's what she said. Too much, I can't take it. Oh, man, I didn't even. Dude, I'm, just, I'm like, what the fuck? Is Bobby watching The Office? I, I, that's so funny, man, because I'll, I'll probably use that's what she said probably 10 times a day at, at least. And it didn't even cross my mind until you said something. I'm like, oh, my God. That, was perfect. <laughs> that whole conversation, man, like I. I and it was rapid fire. Like, I didn't have a chance to respond because you guys kept saying the perfect shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll work harder on it. Yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard to make it longer. I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's why he wasn't responding. He was laughing. I was laughing too fucking yeah, yeah. much. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, man. Seriously, dude, if it hasn't disappeared from your phone, go back and look at all the shit that you guys were saying. <laughs> oh, man. No, it, it hasn't disappeared. I still got it here. Yeah, you know, we should, Blade, we should we should go back to the beginning and, and like, we'll read our own parts. And every time you can, you say that. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. It was, it was, okay, I see the pictures now. All right. Yeah, you showed me like you got a fishing uh, tackle box full of fucking beads, man. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Oh, that's funny, man. That was pretty good. <laughs> you were killing me, man. Okay. <laughs> it's after Some... after you gave me the address because I said I'm gonna send you the um the Mjolnir. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, damn right you're going so to funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> I hold on, I don't get it. What's funny about that? That's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna give you the millionaire. <laughs> you're gonna take that millionaire. Hammer, bitch. My, for, some, for some reason, my text with uh, on our group are only coming up today at 2.06. Nothing before that. Uh, I didn't have as many bracelets as I <laughs> But let me know colors and I'll make a few. Well, I don't want to read your parts. <laughs> Circle the ones you want and let me know. <laughs> I also have a few of these little skulls. I could make some shit out of. They're pretty awesome. 
The only thing is those silver pieces tarnish real fast. So if I make the new ones without silver pieces. Like yes, I mean, definitely after that. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it. I don't know why. Fox was talking. I think OxyClean is pretty good for clearing up silver. Oh, okay. A lot of them are choker style. I like mine. It's super long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <Yeah>. she said. <laughs> I like both the choker and the longer piece. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stop laughing. Turn <laughs> it with Bobby's commentary on there. It's just too good. Oh, that's about how long most are. If you want long. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I found it. I found it. I got it. Exactly what she said. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I can't even breathe. It was actually that's, that's, that's what she said. They're wearing the black. Said <laughs> <laughs> so that's about how long most are. <laughs> no problem at all. I'll make them longer, and a lot of them are stretched. <laughs> <laughs> they they seem to last a good while. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Holy shit, that's good. Lately, I've been thinking them with clasps. Whatever you want, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's perfect. Good length. <laughs> I was oh, shaking, man. <laughs> Damn it. I'm overloading on that's what she said over here. <laughs> Bobby was like a kid in school. And the teacher's like, all right, I need you guys to take dictation now. <laughs> Should I get the dictionary for that? <laughs> oh. That's exactly what it was like, man. And when, when you wrote that, man, <laughs> come overloading on that's what you said. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fucking oh, okay. sexual connotations talking about. Woo-wee. Oh man, I was already tired from working, and I was just, <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't even form words. Oh, she said, she said, she said, a, she said all that shit. She said all of it. That's what, that, that's what she said. We should come up with a conversation where every fucking thing we say back and forth for like two minutes can 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 get it. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it would be difficult. That sounds like it'll be hard. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it'll be hard. <laughs> you, you think we can go for two minutes? <laughs> I was like, hard or difficult? Hmm. <laughs> I think last text left me satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bobby needs a nap. <laughs> That's what she said. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> That was the high point of my day. <laughs> oh, man. That conversation. I'm like, are they fucking with me? Like, did they do it not know what they're saying? Or are they doing this on purpose? It's like, I know those. I know these guys are sending photographs. Are they sending pictures of their, of their dicks to each other? <laughs> hey, yeah, that's about as long as most of them. <laughs> I make it longer. <laughs> Good length. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's definitely a choker. 
Oh, oh my god, I did not even realize what we were doing. <laughs> oh man, I would, I would, I hate to wish this, I hate to wish this upon us, but it would be the funniest fucking thing in the world if there was some type of a misunderstanding that landed us in court, and these have to be read. <laughs> <laughs> so, on, on this day in August, you allegedly sexually harassed your, um, one of your hosts of your show. <laughs> I don't think it was harassment. You two seem to be way into it. <laughs> you know, uh, one party and Mr. Bobby Anthem was extremely hurt. He thought it was funny at first, but then he realized the sexual innuendos and he was disgusted by them. I object. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say disgusted. <laughs> Would you say? mildly turned on <laughs> I object I wouldn't say mildly <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> you son of a bitch I'm trying to save <laughs> fucking soul oh man yeah. let's not get into that part there that's been overdone uh, I tried to force it that's what she said in there but it didn't work I almost <laughs> Almost said it. I was like, no, that's that's not a good place for it. it, it just, <laughs> that's, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got a big trunk because I'm putting my bike in there. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Huh. Dude, was Elizabeth Banks not delicious in that movie? Oh, extremely. I mean, probably... Aside from being on Slither, the best looking that she's ever been. Slither and uh, the 40-year-old version, prime Elizabeth Banks. I, you know, I don't think I saw Slither. I saw Zack and Mary, though. And uh, Oh, yeah. shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. One, which one were you guys talking about at first? The first movie you are talking about when you made that quote, what was that? Oh, the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, man. That's a good one, man. You know he got his chest... Um, waxed in real life for that scene yeah 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 his reactions were 100 percent authentic too right yeah. oh kelly clarkson he wanted kelly he wanted clarkson. authentic he wanted authentic reactions so he went oh. all in on that, that was oh, great. i love that i love yeah. that man that like made when, me respect you... him so much more yeah absolutely man and little shit like that in movies like benicio del toro who's fucking amazing usual suspects man just the voice the accent he's fucking awesome but he was he was doing a movie where he had to carry like like I don't know, it was like a million dollars cash in a bag or something like that. And um he's like he told the director, he's like, I, I need to know how much a million dollars weighs and we need to put that in here and then you know the how, how big it is, you know, the the diameter of everything. Cause he's like, I don't wanna fucking just carry a bag like it looks like I'm carrying nothing when there's supposed to be a million dollars in there. He's like, I want it to look exactly and feel as heavy as a million dollars does. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's that's dedication. That's somebody who takes their craft seriously. Yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, me too. I oh, love that. Method acting right there for sure. Yep. What else? Um, the scene in since we're talking about these things, the scene in uh, Boys in the Hood when uh, they were all I can't remember where they were. I think they were all on Crenshaw or something. Uh, and the one dude shot the gun in the air and everybody everybody took off none of the actors knew that was going to happen 
Oh, um, really? Their, their, yeah, their reaction was real. Uh, John, the only people who knew were, were uh, John Singleton and whoever actually shot the gun. So yeah, when they all took off like that, watch the watch that. You know, if you don't go back and watch the whole movie, just watch that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those people were extras, so like they weren't great actors. They were people who didn't want to get shot. <laughs> oh, nice man, nice. Yeah, I want to watch it now. Oh man, we trying to shoot a movie over here. <laughs> um, what I else? got for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it, but you know the movie Hatchet with uh, Kane Hodder. I have. I, I haven't seen I it. I know it, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, when they were filming the first one. They didn't tell the actors what they were supposed to be looking out for. And so when fucking Kane Hodder came out with his face all split in half and everything and came after him, the reaction from all the actors that were being chased was 100% real. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, like, he just, they're running through, like, the Louisiana swamp, I guess. And then he busts out with a big old fucking axe. And they're screaming, almost pissing their pants and everything. <laughs> and like oh, in, they're talking about, they're like, yeah, the the director didn't tell us, you know, what to expect or what was going on. So when this misshapen guy about like seven feet tall shows up, he's like, we're pretty much fucking running for our lives. <laughs> well, that that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Well, did we just stumble uh, upon a, a topic? Because I have several more. <laughs> I think so, man. Yeah, yeah, I actually just I actually just pulled some up, man. Actors who didn't who weren't actually acting in the in the scene. So yeah, go go with what you guys got, man. I'll keep looking here and, and find some cool shit. Okay, well, one good one that I have is from. Um, uh, you're gonna have to forgive me because I get them all mixed up. Which Batman movie was it with the Joker with uh, Heath Ledger? The Dark Knight. Okay, so the scene where he, where he um, set off a bomb. I can't rem- I can't even remember what he blew up. What the hell did he blow up? But he had the he had the detonator, and he pushed the button, and it didn't do anything. You know what scene I'm talking about? Oh, he, was it when he's walking away as a nurse, right? When yeah, I believe so. I believe so. What'd you say, Blaze? He blew up the hospital. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. He, Okay, so so you remember, like he had the detonator, he pushed a button, it didn't do anything, so he kept pushing, he pushed it again, and it didn't do anything. And then when it finally went off, like he like threw his arms up in the air, did whatever, and walked off. That was not supposed to happen. It was supposed to blow up as soon as he hit the button, but it, I guess it either wasn't rigged right or the uh, the explosives guys kind of missed their cue or whatever, so they hit it late, but. He kind of ad-libbed and got into character, and you know, instead of instead of just walking off and saying "fuck this" or doing whatever, he just went with it. Oh, that's awesome. So he he complete. Not only did he completely save that scene, but he made it better with his reaction. Oh, that's I love that. Okay. Oh, 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 yeah. All right. Promo spot number three. Hello, listener of whatever podcast this is. I'm your host, Chris Cogswell, here with my co-host, Marie Mayhew. Hello, listener of other podcasts. If you like things like ghosts, the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, 
talking about how frustrating Alex Jones is, then come listen to the Mad Scientist podcast. Marie, what other topics have we covered? Oh my God, what haven't we covered? We've covered talking trees, haunted paintings, curses, the history of surgery, the Winchester Mystery House, economic collapse, and an episode on cats. So if you like the hard science and philosophy behind your paranormal claims and also a little bit of humor and the occasional singing interlude, Mm. then come listen to the Mad Scientist podcast. Yeah. Hey, did you hear about when um when they did the Suicide Squad film, all that weird shit that Jared Leto was doing? Oh my god, yeah, sending him rats yeah, and shit. The character of being the Joker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so like he was he was sending like his own blood in inside of books or whatever. Like he was giving gifts to all the all the other cast members of Suicide Squad. It was just fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Jeez. As if Joker was was actually doing it. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yes. He sent dead rats. I think he sent a dead rat to Will Smith in a box. Yeah. A dead rat in a box. I'm like, oh my god. Oh uh, yeah, he. I know he did some weird shit. Like th- there was some bodily fluids um, pressed pressed inside of a book or whatever. Holy fuck. Yeah, Ooh, it was definitely some strangeness. Look, speaking of strangeness, and I, I want to talk more about some of these movies where like they kind of ad-libbed or did some unexpected shit but um mm-hmm. since we're talking about the joker i want you to look this up on youtube look up tom waits joker. oh my god yep I know you saw about. that yep the voice yes man the oh voice, my the god mannerisms all of it 100 yep. percent. absolutely man i saw that too i saw that you know this is where joker got his where heath ledger got his inspiration for joke and they they sent me to a link to that i'm like oh my god yeah. It's yeah. A spot on, man. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly what he was doing. It wasn't a coincidence or anything, but still it was kind of, it was almost creepy to see because it was so perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree, man. I remember watching that like, holy shit, man. That is like, and I had never heard, I don't think I've heard Tom Waits speak before. Like, especially that long, you know, it was a whole, a whole little interview, you know? And I, I think I heard him speak before, but in that particular interview, he was so fucked up. Like, he was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, clearly. Like, he probably oh, yeah. didn't even remember that interview. Right, right. No, that was good shit, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah Blake, Blake, look if up, you haven't look seen that, that look that up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll look that up right now. Yeah, he uh, is. Like, it's it's the fucking Joker, or it's Tom Waits in the, in the, in the movie. It's either one. Yeah, man. I mean, just imagine the type. The imagine the mind that Heath Leather Leather Heath Ledger had <laughs> in his head to make him say, "Tom Waits is my Joker." You know, I'm not right, going right. with I'm not going with Jack Nicholson or Cesar Romero. I'm fucking doing Tom Waits. Like, yeah, that's, man. That's just an amazing mind that took him. Yeah. Well, that Joker was probably one of the best Jokers. I mean, I won't say nothing about Jack Nicholson because that was one of my favorites too, but when Heath Ledger's Joker came out, that was a completely different Joker right there. Uh, definitely my favorite, for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he um, he made the character his own, and it still stayed true. Like, it didn't, it didn't betray who the Joker is, you know? Right. Like, uh, I didn't like I didn't like 
Lex Luthor in the uh, shit. Which which fucking movie was that with Lex Luthor in it? I didn't like that depiction. Jesse Eisenberg. Is it, yeah, yeah, oh, I didn't like that. One. I'm thinking yeah. of the old Superman with Gene Hackman. Playing honestly, Lex. I didn't like Gene Hackman as Luthor either. Honestly, you know who I liked as, as Lex Luthor? Um, Luthor? Whoever the dude's name is that was in Smallville. Smallville, yeah, uh, yeah, I like oh, his depiction. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name though. Yeah, me neither. He was good. That whole yeah. fucking show was so good, man. Oh, Smallville, man. The WB had the best shows back in the day. The thing I liked most about Smallville I mean it kind of like you kind of I don't think they expected the show to run as long as it did mm-hmm. um, because like he was basically Superboy for too fucking long <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah right but what I liked most about it is they made it so that all of the crazy shit that happened in Smallville, all of the super villains that showed up and all of the people with crazy powers and all of the weird shit that was happening, all happened as a result of Clark coming to Earth and, you know, his uh, his ship dragging all of that radiation down into the water supply. Yeah, and all the oh, crypt- okay, yeah. and everything and people getting affected by it. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. I'm like, that was fucking brilliant. And that, that's actually how Lex Luthor lost his hair. Right. <laughs> in Smallville. Man, I wonder how, like, the creators and shit of Smallville. Um, you Remember that chick, Allison, I think Mackie was her last name? And she just got arrested for, like, being in a, a, a like, running a, a, a sex yeah, cult. Yeah. Like, the, the whole ch- trafficking, sex trafficking thing. I yeah. don't hear shit about that. Oh, yeah, she's, uh, she's in prison. I think she's in prison by now for probably a long time man she was like one of the higher ups man in this sex trafficking right because uh, that came out what like two years ago two, yeah two, yeah two, yeah two, three years ago so you know now, I, it kind of puts a damper on, on smallville you know because she's in it a lot she was like a big character in there oh man. yeah Kristen crook fucking hottie was that um lana lang La- oh yeah man oh that my face. goodness yes crazy <laughs> oh so delicious yeah she had a pretty pretty face Oh yeah, she was beautiful. She still is beautiful, but yeah. she plays in like really shitty dramas now. <laughs> I think the last thing I saw her in, and that was about seven or eight years ago, was Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, so she played <laughs> Chun Li in that, and <sighs> I was like, oh yeah, she looked really good, but the movie was, you know, wasn't all that great. I mean, <laughs> you can't really expect a Street yeah. Fighter movie to be any good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> last street fighter with john claude van damme that was uh, fucking ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) playing guile he was guile right yeah i believe so is that how uh, his name was pronounced guile yeah guile sonic boom (laughs) made zero fucking sense (laughs) and who the hell played m bison was that raul julia yes it was yeah, uh, man, I have nothing bad to say about Raul Julia. Oh, no, he's fucking good, man. He's you know, amazing in everything, dude. I will not have a bad word spoken about <laughs> the great Raul Julia. No, I don't have a problem with him. I, was just, I always made the mistake of confusing him and Tim Curry together for some reason. <laughs> I, can, I can see that, man. Oh, because man. when when I believe it was Raul Julia who did the Adams Family, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I was thought, Gomez. 
fucking Tim Curry in the Adam. Tim Curry could have been Gomez. That <laughs> yeah, would have worked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah dude. those two confused. And Street Fighter, though, like even the whole time I, I watched it, even the first time, I'm like, I just cannot believe Raul Julia is in this fucking piece of shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd expect Jean-Claude Van Damme to be in that. <laughs> Because that was what the 80s were all about. It was like Steven Seagal kicking ass. You got Van Damme doing his yeah. thing. Uh, hell, even Chuck Norris, man. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Chuck Norris was the fucking man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Did, you guys saw that one where he, him and Bruce Lee fought, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, back, in the, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, that, yeah. I was... I was too young to remember. I was way too young to remember that. Though. Well, no, I was just watching it actually a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I, gotta check that I had never seen it, and so I was like, holy shit, the dude actually fought Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. He did his fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce. He, he ripped off his shirt. Motherfucker had chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time, man. Yeah, different time. No, no manscaping back then. <laughs> you guys see um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? No. Oh my god, it's 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 so fucking good, man. I, I had to buy it immediately after I saw it. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm buying this because I will watch this over and over again. So so good. But there's a part in there where like Brad Pitt plays a stunt double, plays Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double. He actually won the Oscar for that. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Okay. He was all he was awesome there. And uh, you know it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, so it's fucking great I, I love i think he's his movies are so good man. i love them that's all. interesting i didn't even know it was a tarantino movie because i was gonna say one of the uh one of the only movies that i had to actually run out and buy after seeing was pulp fiction which is just one of my all-time favorite movies yeah same man, same yeah check out once upon a time in hollywood it's like three hours long super long but uh, I, it's fucking <laughs> uh, yeah exactly man but it's so from start to finish man it's just so fucking good so so good but there's a part in there where um brad pitt's character you know it's 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 based back in like 69 with the whole charles manson thing that's what the whole movie kind of centers around you know charles manson stuff but there's a nice twist at the end and um there's a part where bruce lee's on set with on a movie with leonardo DiCaprio and, and brad pitt's playing his stunt double and bruce lee's talking some shit so brad pitt's character gets up and they he ends up beating the shit out of Bruce Lee. He's like, it's all fucking movies, man. You ain't fucking, you know, and he just, he really like just fucking throws him into a car and shit. Just, <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Uh, wow. Oh, you, what about that movie Overlord? I know that's not a Tarantino flick, but I thought that's a pretty good zombie film, but they don't show any of like the reanimated corpses until probably closer to the end of the film. I don't, I, I'm not familiar with that. But yeah, it takes place in World War II, Europe, some part there. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Nazis are working on some kind of secret experiment where they're creating super soldiers. So they're reanimating the dead and making them super strong and hard to kill and everything. Okay. Uh, and so some American soldiers fall into that and, you know, get swept up in it and shit. And while they're trying to help uh, some of the some of the Jewish people where i don't know man i think they're taking over not germany but poland or something mm-hmm. but yeah there, there was this jewish family inside of an apartment complex and like the american soldiers 
were caught up in there. They were the guy was into the girl, so he was protecting them. And fuck, I I always suck at like telling the plot to movies, so just bear mm-hmm. with me here. But anyway, yeah, like as the movie progresses, you know, they're they're following the Germans to their camp and everything. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's some weird shit going on here. And like they're injecting the the people with some kind of weird serum and it's bringing them back from the dead. And you got all these kind of corpses shambling about and everything. And they're just really hard to kill. It's not the typical zombie, though. It's like kind of the mutated zombies. Mm -hmm. It's really fucking weird, man. Nice. I'm looking at it right now. J.J. Abrams was a producer on that. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's worth a watch right. already. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard of that before. Yeah. That, it, I don't know, it reminded me of a Tarantino film in a way. Not yeah. completely, but just a little bit. Nice, man. Speaking of Tarantino films and, uh, you know, actors not, not realizing they're doing shit or whatever. In um in Django, which I fucking love too, man. Such oh, a good film. Oh, Django's fucking awesome, man. Christopher Waltz, man, the, the guy who plays the the, 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 you know, what I'm talking about the German guy. He yeah, was in. Yeah, just about to say he was amazing in that. Oh movie. man, I think he won an Oscar for that, or he was nominated or something. But anyways, there's a part where Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like yelling and screaming. He like pounds his hand on a desk or mm-hmm. something, and yeah, and, like, breaks something, and he comes up and his hands all bloody, and it was fucking real. He just went with it. That's like his own. He that wasn't supposed to happen, and he's oh. all fucking his whole hands all bloody and shit, man, and. He just fucking rolled right with it, man. Like, like nothing. I'm like, damn. But that, that was real. That was really his blood and shit. He wasn't supposed to cut himself. Shit. Yeah, that was one of the few movies I actually went to the theater to see. I haven't seen it. That's a good one, man. Even it's maybe real. better than that, The Hateful Eight. That's one of my favorites, also. Oh, I never saw that one. Oh man, that's fucking good. You got the first thirty minutes. You got to get through because they're making their way to the habit. Habitatory, habitatory. What do we call it? It's like the old time drug store. Habitatory. Oh. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Habitatory. Um, like thirty minutes into the movie, once they make it to the habitatory, fuck, fucking forget. You can't take your eyes off the off the screen. So good. Samuel Jackson is so good in, in that man. So so good. He's had a few stinkers though. Tarantino. Nah, Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Snakes on yeah. the plane. I refuse to see it. I refuse to fucking see it. Motherfucking snakes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're not just talking about snakes on a plane. There was a couple other films, too. Like, he did a horror film that was absolutely awful. Really? Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, there's a movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I have so many favorite movies. Uh, the Kingsman. You guys ever see The Kingsman? Uh, I don't I think I've seen it. Maybe 10 minutes of it, but I, I couldn't finish watching it. I was doing something else. Oh, it's so good. They, they came out with a sequel a few years ago. That was pretty awesome, too, man. But the first one was so good, man. But Samuel Jackson was in it. You know, he played the, he played the villain. And he had, like, his hat on sideways. And he spoke with, like, the biggest lisp that you can... <laughs> the, whole, the whole movie, you're like, fuck, I love him but i th- this is i don't know it was a, little, it <laughs> it was a bit you out of it yeah i kind of did man he's, he's just talking with a huge lisp and like wearing his hat backwards and not backwards but like to the right to the side i was like oh man but it was still he likes, really- to, he likes to experiment with his characters yeah yeah i mean it was still good but that that character was like ah, i don't know about that the kid um one of the main kids is the one the kid who played elton john Agron. Taryn or something like that. 
in Rocketman. That's a good movie, too. All right. Still gotta see. Check this out. All right. Death by Temptation, a 1990 horror film with Samuel L. Jackson. Joel, a quiet divinity student from North Carolina, starts to question his fate. So he heads to New York with to visit his friend, Kadeem Hardison, a struggling actor who takes him out bar hopping. They meet a gorgeous seductress, Cynthia Bond, who turns out to be a succubus, a demon spirit, luring back Lotharios to their deaths. When she sets her eyes on Joel, Kay turns to the help of Dougie, a drunken cop who investigates, who specializes in supernatural investigations. Um, and Samuel L. Jackson plays a minister in that film. Okay. I remember that movie. I never, I never watched it, but I remember that. As soon as you said Kadeem Hardison, I'm like, okay, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find the one where he plays like a kind of demon or something. But, yeah, he's had a couple stinkers, but not too many. Yeah, I like him as Nick Fury. Oh, yeah, he's great, Nick Fury. He's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, check out The Hateful Eight, though, man. That's, um, man, dare I say it's my favorite Tarantino movie? It's pretty good. It's up there. So you yeah. know the theory. You know the theory that every Tarantino movie is connected, like the same universe kind of thing. All or, yeah, same universe, same timeline, um, and that uh, every movie has somebody who's related to somebody in the other movies. Oh, uh, okay. No, I did not know that, man. Yeah, like one of the guys. Not now. You know, I don't have anything in front of me, and it's been so long since I checked up on this. But like one of the guys on Reservoir Dogs is supposed to be like the brother of Vincent from Pulp Fiction. Okay. And uh, I think uh, Christopher Walken's character, or Butch's father, or both of them, was supposed to be like related to somebody from Django. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they're they're all somehow connected. You can find it online, probably That's on YouTube, cool. where they link everything. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out because Hateful Eight was um, took place like Civil War times, so I'm super curious as to where you know, that that. Yeah. I'm thinking that would that's probably the earliest timeline he's ever done. So I'm, I'm thinking like where did it start with with that? That's awesome, Not right? Because wasn't Jake during that time or at least close to that time? Yeah, I think Django was a little a little bit later, but yeah, you're right, man. I, yeah, you're right. It was uh it must have been the 1800s or the early 1900s. Yeah. Yeah, cuz the thing that I saw it does go that far back like they they, you know, like there are people's like somebody's grandparents or great-grandparents or whatever, but they yeah, they connected everything. Oh, okay, okay. Nice. So peep this. I got I pulled this up on Google. The director confirmed that his films are all linked with a connective string running all the way from Reservoir Dogs to The Hateful Eight. Not only that, but Tarantino films do more than inhabit a shared universe, they inhabit two. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, if you want to read that article, just Google it. It's at the thetake.com. Yeah, that, that shit interests me. I love that, man, when you put a yeah, little I'm, extra shit into it. I'm going to forget that, so <laughs> send, send me that link. Yeah, you know what I do like though. Did you guys ever watch From Dusk Till Dawn the series? No. Not the series, no. Yo, that is fucking good, man. The way that the way that it's done, it kind of it takes the the first movie, and it 
expands it it just fleshes the entire thing out like you know you know the past history of the gecko brothers along with like what happens beyond what happened after the first movie so it's like oh, you can nice. get about the sequels from du- from dust till dawn but just watch the series because it's fucking good oh, i like that man i like that you know how well, here's what's crazy to me about dust till dawn you know how tarantino has a huge foot fetish no i didn't know that humongous <laughs> foot fetish. any fucking movie you watch there's feet all over the place yeah kill bill with uma thurman's fucked up feet <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. She did not have nice feet at all, like, like at all. I'm, I'm all for like a, a chick that takes care of your feet. If you look like you've been rock climbing barefoot, no thank you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for that. That's, that's fine. But um, yeah, Blaze, he has a huge, like it's known. This chick, there was this Indian chick, a while ago. I think it was after Django got, got made because him, Quentin Tarantino, and Jamie Foxx went to a, a party, and she, she was a writer, like a blogger online, kind of, kind of popular. She had a career and shit. And she met Tarantino at a party and ended up going back back to his, his place w- with him. And she wrote this whole thing in an email to one of her friends and it got out. She got fired. Everything. Her career's fucking done. I wish I remembered her name. I talked about it. I think it was on a, actually a Patreon show, man. I read the whole email, everything. He brought her back, man. And, and it was like, he's like, I, I don't want to have sex with you, but, you know, can I jerk off to you to your, while I suck on your toes and can I mess with your feet? <laughs> and... She's like, yeah, I mean, okay. And then, <laughs> Why not? What is it going to hurt? <laughs> right? And then she slept over, and, um, like, he did it again in the morning. <laughs> and, like, she fucking called him out, man. She wrote an email. Oh, she just really fucking called him out. And she has no career right now. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, because well, of that. I, mean, yeah. I was I was thinking this was another Me Too, Louis C.K. situation yeah. almost. You know? It's like, uh, hey, pull my dick <laughs> up and jerk off. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, right. I, I mean, she agreed to it, you know. He didn't force yeah. anything on her. He asked. She said yes. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's weird to me, but you know, I'm not I'm not gonna shame anybody for doing anything as long as they're not hurting anybody, you know. So I'm not gonna shame him for it. It's weird to me, but mm-hmm. if that's what he likes, fine. But yeah, 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 she she was wrong for calling him out for that. That's not okay. Oh, so so wrong. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Blaze, you're right, man. Louis C.K., though, where he announced, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to pull out my dick and jerk off. Is that okay? Right, and, yeah. And said, if they agreed to it, you know, they could have left the room. He yeah, wasn't, right, right. wasn't holding anybody in the room. Right. My, my, one of my top five stand-ups of all time. He's hilarious. Yeah. But he's been blacklisted still. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, man. He had a show on uh, he had a show on HBO that was really good. And then he had a show on FX that was probably even better than the show on HBO. It was good, man. Um, Blade, you were right, man. Um, Django takes place in 1858, and okay. Hateful Eight takes place in the seven, 1870s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so you're right, man. Django came came, came first. Yeah. Yeah, because so, the, the Civil War, that happened in the 1800s, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like a dumbass asking you this, but it's been a long time since high school. <laughs> That happened in 1974, right? Because, I mean, I know it happened before I was born, and I was born in 75, so... <laughs> I'm not a mathematician, but... <laughs> right? Not, not wrong. It did happen before I was born, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's, I mean, I feel really dumb asking you, like, oh, hey, the Civil War happened in the 1800s. <laughs> but honestly, man... 
I, I don't know anymore because I, you know, I don't read history books. I don't give a fuck about that shit anymore. Uh, it doesn't matter, man. Everything is a simulation anyway. So. That's right, man. Yep. Doesn't matter. It's not real. We can do what we want. <laughs> Woohoo! Speaking of doing what we want, oh, you, uh, you know, I'll get to that. But I do want to touch a, a little bit more on uh, some of those movies where unexpected things happened or where people yeah, yeah. had lived or whatever. So, um, uh, the famous scene when Han Solo was frozen in carbonite. Right when they were hauling him mm, off, yep, yep. and and uh, Leia kissed him and said, "I love you." The script called for Han Solo to say, "I love you too," but Harrison Ford knew better. He said, "My character wouldn't fucking say that," <laughs> you know. So just off the top of his brain, spur of the moment, he said, "I know," and it was uh, fucking perfect. Not it yet. It would have ruined the fucking scene if he would have said, "I love you too." You're right. He don't. He wouldn't say that. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. That's he, a good one. Jones, man, he doesn't say that shit. <laughs> uh-uh, man. Mm-hmm. No time for love, <laughs> I got one here, man. Back to the Future Three. Uh huh. Yeah, he gets strung That's up the one on the... when they were in the Wild West, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He gets strung up on the, on the clock tower, and um. Yeah, the, the whole plan was for him to use his hand like in, in between the noose to, to keep it from tightening. He couldn't get his hand in position um, quick enough, and he was actually being strangled. The crew thought he was acting. They, they thought he was acting the hell out of being hanged. They said they say hung here, but it's hanged. hanged and uh, right, uh, I mean, dude, until, hold, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I I have I hate to be that dude, but like that's kind of one of my pet peeves and I know I come off like an asshole because I find myself having to stop myself from correcting people with that with like oh he, he hung himself and I'm like ah, the situation is bad enough but I'm sorry he hanged himself <laughs> you uh, know I did. I'm, I'm with you 100% man I do the same fucking thing it drives <laughs> me nuts man I had to man. stop doing that because I realized I come off like an asshole no, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Grammar, I freak out about grammar, man. Like, I'm a grammar Nazi, man. I'm like, my, my, my friends were like two, two, and two. They are there, they are there. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that, that's fun with that tank, you know. But even here in the article, they say, you know, being he was being hung. Um, so, anyways, he's, he's, you know, being hanged, and he actually lost consciousness for like a half a minute, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh, I bet when he came to, he was like, "You fucking assholes! I was dying. I'm not right? that good an actor. I was Alex P. Fucking T." <laughs> Wait, doesn't he have um? What the hell is it called? Parkinson's. Yeah, Parkinson's. Man, I was trying to think. I was like, "What? What's the name of that fucking disease, man?" Yeah. yeah if, if he... Lou Gehrig's. Lou Gehrig's. Oh shit! I if he ever, ever, ever challenges you to a game of Operation, you you want to say hell yeah, I'll play. <laughs> oh fuck, man, that's fucked up. <laughs> well, Ozzy's got that same shit too. He's got the shuffle. Ozzy? Yeah, yeah he's got Parkinson's, man. Man, Ozzy, Ozzy's been on so much shit, man. There's no telling what the fuck. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Michael J. Fox would make a great bartender if you want your drinks shaken. <laughs> Oh, oh my! God, I'm so sorry. Jesus. I actually, I do. I actually like so him. So bad. 
No, I might say fuck. I liked him in The Frighteners, man. I thought that movie was awesome. I didn't see that. You've seen a lot of shit that I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. You didn't see The Frighteners with um, uh, Jake Busey, Michael J. Fox, and uh, Jake Busey played the part of a, a dead serial killer, Ghost. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah. like Jake Busey, man. That man is dad, man. I fucking yeah. like that. Yep. Oh, shit. Gary Busey is a legend, man. Yes, he is. Uh, I haven't seen that, though. I mean, me neither. I, I think I've heard of it, but I've never, never seen it. Remember on Alien when, when the, the, they all got the guy on his back and the alien bust out of his stomach? Yeah. Oh, John Hurt, yeah. Yet nobody knew that was going to happen. <laughs> so that, that's all like genuine man when they're like what the fuck so is that, that how it's great is that how ridley scott wrote it um yeah let me see here the other actors give some convincing looks of absolute shock and horror uh from hurt's chest spraying them with blood now they even got sprayed with blood uh they're surprised that the little human cake popper was not acting they were not told about the prop and the blood explosion so they can uh camera can catch the real looks yeah that was a Really stopping, like don't tell them. That is great. See, I like that, man, because you get real reactions. Like it's real. It's completely real. I like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. It doesn't get more genuine. Yeah, absolutely, man. It might not have been in the script that something was supposed to come bursting out of his chest. Maybe he was just supposed to get sick and start be doubled over in pain, and then next thing you know, it's like crack and there's blood coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that freaked me the fuck out, man. A little alien dances. Hello, my honey. Hello. My- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little top hat. Right. Michigan J alien. <laughs> yeah, shit, you guys uh, like the look, movie It? Uh, the original? The I saw the original. I didn't see. I didn't even see the uh, remake. All right, I did. I did see the remake. It was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was, I don't know. It, it was which, all right remakes they're usually not that good yeah usually not man usually not but in the in the new one um you know with bill skarsgård they're fucking skarsgård they got like 25 brothers and yeah fucking dads are just fucking insane you blood and then you got bill skarsgård doing the hemlock grove yeah the guy from um vikings the real skinny tall one i forget his name but he's a skarsgård maybe pull up skarsgård on idmb it's like three pages so in it None of the kids ever saw the, the cl- what the clown looked like until the first time they they, they saw him in the, in, the, in the scene. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, nice. You want to know another funny thing about it with Bill Skarsgård? That thing he does with his eye is actually real. Really? He can take his eye, his eyeball, and move it to the side while the other eye is staring at you perfectly dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. I can, I can That's actually... That's like, thing he can do. I can look at, at like if I'm looking at you face to face, I can put one eye like crossed, <laughs> and the other eye looking straight at you. You've wow. got the fairy Saturn disease. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah I'm gonna Saturn have to, does it. I'm gonna have to send you a selfie of that now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look. When, when he moved his eye in the movie, that was not a CGI trick. That was his actual eye. Oh, that's awesome. People <laughs> who I'm talking to, like. If they're not used to talking to me or if they talk to me for the first time, like clearly you can see that there's something wrong with my left eye because it's it's blue, you know, mm-hmm. but be- before it turned blue, I was still blind in the left eye, which means in order for me to see center, I'm looking slightly to my left at all times. So if I'm okay. standing right in front of you talking to you, 
to you, it looks like I'm looking over your shoulder. And so you're going to like, the fuck is he looking at? You know, like I throw people off with that all the time. I don't do it on purpose. You know, right. to me, I'm looking straight at you. Right, right. Before we move on, I, I, I do have a couple more movie things, but they're a little different. What were you about to say? No, I, yeah, I got a, I got a couple more too. Go, go with. We'll, we'll, we'll switch back and forth here. Yeah, we'll I got, go. I got a couple too. All right, sweet. Okay. Well, the two that I have are are a little a little different than the exact topic that we're talking about, but these two movies have one thing in common with each other. There's Caligula and a movie that a lot of people have not heard of called Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. What the fuck? That was that was the first movie produced by Melvin Van Peebles back oh, in the okay. day. Is that and, uh, Van Peebles' dad? Yes, yes okay. it is. Now the thing about both of those movies, I'll start with um I'll start with Caligula. Uh, there was a lot of raunchy shit going on in Caligula. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. That was basically a, a porn movie. It was basically a porn. It wasn't supposed to be, but that's basically what it ended up being. So uh, I don't know if it was for authenticity or just because there was really no other way to do it. But in that movie, when people were fucking, people were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was happening. And pretty much with, uh, with the Melvin Van Peebles movie, uh, and that was actually Mario Van Peebles' first movie too, because Melvin had his had uh, Mario in the movie. You know, he was his son, so he needed a younger version of his character. And since they looked so much alike, it's like it's perfect. I'll just use my own son. All right, um, yeah. M- Melvin Van Peebles did not know how to make movies. He wasn't a Hollywood dude. He was a guy. He was basically a hustler who had the means to make a movie so that was what he did he didn't know the ins and outs he didn't really know that acting was acting he didn't know that everything that happened in the movie wasn't real so when people were in the fucking movie like sniffing coke and shit they were fucking sniffing coke (laughs) damn and sex scenes people were fucking there was a scene where Mario Van Peebles was a young version of Melvin Van Peebles and he was like 12 years old and he lost his virginity to some hooker. Mario Van Peebles lost his virginity filming that scene. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Oh my yep. god, that's a fucking cool fact. Every sex scene in that movie was real. All of the drugs, anything that anybody did in that movie was 100% real. And there was a bunch of fucking STDs that passed around in that movie because I think he basically hired hookers to, you know for all the sex scenes and shit Wait, so people were catching Caligula or the the, the sugar I'm talking like... Sweet Sweetback's badass song okay <laughs> yeah that one damn that's, that's awesome funny. I love that how crazy is that though that like your dad is standing there with the camera like action and you're you're a 12 year old boy fucking this chick for the first <laughs> time in your life <laughs> oh my god right man you yeah. think about that that's fucked oh, up yeah, <laughs> that would be he, that would not fly today, I'll tell you that. And he didn't know what the fuck safe sex was, man. Nobody was using any kind of protection. Of course. Right. When was this? That like 79, 80? Uh, oh, it was way earlier than that. Oh, way okay. earlier than that. Yeah, it had to have been. It had to have been made. I don't know. Sometime in the seventies, early to mid seventies, I think. What is I, sweet, I, sweet, sweet, what back? I think it's sweet, sweet backs badass song. It might be hard to search for though, because oh, okay, like badass it. has a bunch of A's. <laughs> yeah, it does, man. Sweet, sweet backs badass song. Um, there you go, you found it. <laughs> yeah, but it was nineteen seventy-one, man. 
Yeah, that was still Damn. the era of like psychedelic free love and all that. So, yeah, you can imagine the, the, the kind of films that came out of that era. Oh, that's so cool, man. Just that fucking decade, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I got one here, man. Um, the the famous yell of King King Leonidas, This is Sparta! Uh-huh. <laughs> From 300, became one of the most popular memes of the internet. Gerard Butler's improvisation... Well, it, it's Gerard Butler's improvisation. He revealed to GQ in an interview, the director's idea was that his character was supposed to whisper the phrase quietly and then kick the Persian into the well but the actor asked for another take and according to his words nobody expected him to yell so loudly that his colleagues could barely keep themselves from laughing but the director loved the scene so much he decided to keep it in the film damn man that's just perfect man I love how that works out man because a lot of these things are scenes that made these movies right right? it would not have been the same isn't that a Zack Snyder film? I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I believe so it is, yeah. I just wanted to check and see because I wasn't too sure of who made that. And that that scene is so iconic, man. So fucking perfect. Yeah. And, and and when I love, love, love the part where, like, women were treated like queens back then. Like, I'm the fucking no disrespect, disrespect to, to my lady, you know? I'm not dis- going to disrespect her, nor are you. And, like, right before he says that and kicks the Persian in, he, like, looks at his wife. Um... Fuck the chick from Game of Thrones. I forget her name. Lena Headley. Headley. Lena Headley. Um, he like looks at her and she gives him like a little nod. Like, go ahead. Yeah, do it. <laughs> it's so good, man. That little scene where he look he looks at her. She gives like a little nod. Like, yep. Right. And then he then he says that it's fucking so awesome. And then he even says he's like, you come in here, you disrespect my queen. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah, dude, since we were talking about Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones, I got one for you. In the script, Indiana Jones was supposed to fight the bad guy with a sword. It was oh, planned yeah. a long fight scene. Everything was prepared for the shooting of the scene, but the day before, Harrison Ford got food poisoning, and he wasn't ready for a long fight. So instead of just a sword fight, he pulled out his gun and shot the guy. I, yeah, yeah, I've heard that, man. Yo, that's I heard awesome, that, man. too. And and uh, and everybody else, like, they weren't ready for that, so they kind of broke out laughing, <laughs> I think. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. I didn't know that. I thought that was part of the film where he's, like, you know, bringing a sword to a gunfight. It was just perfect. <laughs> yeah, that, that is perfect, man. I only have one more that I can think of offhand. <laughs> um, Wayne's World. Mm. When, when Wayne and Garth are uh, laying on the hood uh, looking up at the stars and Garth just out of nowhere says that he gets aroused when he sees when Bugs Bunny dresses up like a woman or something like that and Wayne just started laughing like hysterically you remember that scene? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah Uh, Dana Carvey ad-libbed that line so when Mike Myers was laughing that was 100% genuine because he didn't expect that and it was just so fucking funny and I they love just it. they kept it. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh man. That's that's why his laugh was so crazy because it was a real laugh. Oh, oh I love it, man. Love it. Oh shit, it's fucking trivia night with the boys. Movie trivia. Love it, man. Oh yeah. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? 
or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing This Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies, as well as video game discussions. Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing This. Um, here's here's one real real quick, man. In in Fight Club. Remember when um Oh remember, shit, I was just looking at that one, dude. With the ear, remember when he he's like, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. As hard one of my as you a, can. another one of my favorite movies of all. I could watch that yes, man. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. And um David Fincher, I think, right? He's a director. Yes. Yep. He um <laughs> he he whispered to to Ed Norton like right before the scene, he's like he was supposed to hit him in the shoulder. And um, he whispered to him right before the scene started. He whispered, he hit him in his ear instead, right in the ear. <laughs> and then, you know, the way Brad Pitt reacts, too, it's like, you can hit me in my right. ear. You hit me in my fucking ear. It was perfect. <laughs> love it, man. Yeah, so that, was pretty, that was pretty funny. Yeah. I love that scene, man. Um, I uh, actually sampled that part and put it in, a like, a song for a mixtape that I was doing put a beat behind it, the part where he said, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, that is, that's one of the movies that I had to go out and buy. Yeah, I, I, I own that one, man, for, for sure. That's, uh, that one's awesome. Those are, those uh, are all classics, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Wolf of Wall Street, again, another one of my favorite movies. I had to own that one. That's, I can fucking watch that over and over. Leave out the crap, Caprio was just, I said, do you like Crapio? Crapio. I think he's awesome, man. Remember that scene when Matthew McConaughey and him are, are having lunch and they're, they're doing coke, or Matthew McConaughey's doing coke right at the table, and he starts hitting his chest going, ah, yes. singing? It was totally fucking out of the blue. And in the movie, it shows Leonardo DiCaprio, like, looking to the side, like, what the fuck? And he's actually looking at Martin Scorsese to be like, what, what, what the fuck is he doing? And Martin Scorsese was, was like, just go with it, just go with it. Right. That was, he, Leonardo DiCaprio, when he looked, and the camera shows him, like, looking to the side of the table, like, looking off, off camera. And he was looking at Scorsese because he was like, what the fuck is he doing, man? So then he's like, just go with it. And then he started doing it, too, man. That was fucking perfect. Right. Yeah, I think they said that most of most of the character work that he did in that movie was not written in the script. It was ad-libbed, and he just decided that that was what his character was. Oh, that's pretty good, then, man. His, his character, as short as, as it was in that movie, was excellent, man. It was so yeah. good. Now, when you said Wolf of Wall Street, it makes me think of the early days Jack Nicholson movie where he played the wolf. Like he got bit by a wolf and he became like a werewolf. Oh yeah! <laughs> right. And he, he's at the urinal. He's pissing on the other guy. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm marking my territory." Funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh shit! Goodwill Hunting. Late great Robin Williams man. Just a... I eat like them apples. Apples, <laughs> yeah. are bitch. You like apples? So th- there's a there's a scene in there, man, and um, I just I watched this the other day. I actually like watched the video thing, and there's a scene in there where um, Robin Williams is telling Matt Damon's character, you know, just telling a story, 
and it, it's about his dead wife farting in the middle of the night and uh, like how he took the blame to save her embarrassment this is a whole like little story it was 100% unscripted and Robin Williams just busted out with his story of his dead wife farting in bed and <laughs> Matt Damon is fucking cracking like Chinese eyes cracking up man just like <laughs> he's fucking losing it and it's all totally real man like he was really laughing at that, that hard <laughs> I'm like, oh, Robin I'm... Williams his mind was filled with so much creativity and cocaine that he just would come up with some insane shit that's how he got cast as Mork um, okay because you know Mork and Mindy was spun off from Happy Days it was a, the character was only supposed to be a one off on Happy Days mm-hmm. so he came, he went in and auditioned and he was so fucked up on cocaine like he was flying <laughs> and you know just everything was just rapid fire you know how Robin Williams does oh yeah and, man. yeah so he just went off for a couple of minutes he just busted in the room and just started talking cuz they knew they wanted to cast for an alien but it was nowhere near what he brought to the table and he just came in just talking blah 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 all over the place and he was just looking at their faces they all looked stunned and he said well looks like i blew another audition and he was about to leave and they said wait a minute (laughs) so they cast him and by the time like the character was so popular they brought him back on and then they they spun it off and did mork and mindy Mm -hmm. and he was still on so much fucking cocaine and his like he would ad lib so much shit you know, like he would basically throw, throw the script out and just say whatever right you know? so it got to the point where the script would write out everybody else's lines and for his part it would say and then mork says something <laughs> oh know? wow like, man. it would literally say that because they just expected him to ad lib every single one of his parts that, that's just genius that's yeah just, oh what a what a sad soul, man. That no, you never know, man. Like, fuck. You, you, if you didn't know, you think, oh, fuck. Look how happy. You, look how look whatever. Like, man, you never know how fucked up some, somebody is, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Man. No, I mean, cause cause just imagine. I mean, I imagine that anybody that he spent any time with, anybody who spent a few minutes with him, had to have walked away feeling better than they did, you know, before a conversation with him. So yeah, you just, would... you just never really thought about how much he must have been suffering. Right, right. Yeah, man, so, so sad. I was just going to say, you know, he was the last person to see Jim Belu- uh, John Belushi alive. Oh, really? Oh, oh that. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, they, they, were, they were drug buddies. They just they used to get high all the time. Uh, Belushi was still getting high, and Robin decided, like, he wanted to clean himself up, so he stopped using and you know john uh, belushi was still one of his best friends but since all he was doing was getting high all the time robin was like i just i can't be around this i'm sorry buddy you mm-hmm. know so uh belushi called him one day and uh, invited him over so robin showed up and belushi was all fucked up and uh robin said look man when you decide to clean yourself up give me a call and he left and belushi died that day oh wow damn well, he's we're an hour in, and that was a fucking downer. Give us a, give us something. Yeah. To, okay, oh, here I got, I got, good. I got one. Oh yeah, I got, some, I got some more Joker stuff for you. Okay, you go, you go with that, man. <clears throat> okay, so uh, we were talking. That you were right about uh, Jared Leto sending Margot Robbie a dead rat. Oh, Margot Robbie. Okay. Yeah, he also sent everybody a dead hog. 
uh, anal beads and used condoms. Oh my right. god. <laughs> and he, he says in his defense, I did a lot of things to create a dynamic, to create an element of surprise, of spontaneity, and to really break down any kind of walls that may be there. The Joker is somebody who doesn't really respect things like personal space or boundaries. I'm <laughs> sure I would have been pissed off. You know that motherfucker's in a cult? Like, he's yeah, a oh my god, leader. I was just gonna say. He's like fucking Jesus. Yeah. With, with the whole white, all wearing the white and the long hair. He's, yeah. He fucking runs a cult, man. He yes. really does. He, he was off praying to the moon or something when uh, the COVID-19 was happening. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that, man. He is a fucking cult leader. 100%. Yeah. Legit. That's like not hyperbole or no joke. He is a cult leader. Right, man. And the whole, the whole, all of his followers are all wearing white and just, oh, it's fucking weird. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, man. Yeah, it's funny. Jared, Jared Leto put all this time and, uh, and, and craziness and method acting into the Joker and was fucking on screen barely. Yeah. <laughs> and was pissed about it. Like, what did he, he said, get? Like maybe 10 minutes yeah, on screen? Maybe, man. And he said there was enough. They shot enough of him to film a, an entire Joker movie, he said. Oh, and yeah. It's even more pissed when the Joaquin Phoenix film came out. Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. He felt get, slight that they went with Joaquin Phoenix instead of him. He, did you like that movie, you guys? Oh, yeah. I, that didn't, was I didn't see great. it. Dude, that movie. That was like the most real life Joker like that you're going to get. That was as real as the Joker's going to get. I mean... You're watching a man's descent into insanity, uh, starting from the first sign of mental illness and then leading all the way to like the absolute rock bottom. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I liked that. One thing I didn't like was the criticism that came with it because people were so fucking pissed off. They're like, uh, they're like this. This just excuses people's bad behavior and makes them look like the victim. I'm like, it's a fucking movie. Settle the yeah. fuck down. Grow right. up. <laughs> right. You know? And these things happen, man. Like, if you push somebody far enough, if somebody goes through enough fucked up shit, it is enough to make somebody fucking snap. It fucking happens. This is just yeah. one part of a story that's being told. People Haven't need to fucking you ever relax. Seen Michael Douglas in Falling Down? Exactly. Shit. Yeah, they were talking. They were saying something. Oh, this gives uh, incels an excuse to uh, commit crimes. Like, what the fuck? You know how many movies have been around that have done worse things than what the Joker's doing? And uh, it it runs along the same lines as it does with uh, Grand Theft Auto causing violence to teenagers. I mean, it's fucking stupid. Yep. Absolutely, man. What, what else we got on the Joker? I love that shit. Uh, no, that's all I had for the okay. Jared. Oh. All right, cool. Let, let me get let me give you some couple lighthearted ones here. You okay. know, fans of the Office. You know the um the teapot letter that that Jim gave Pan in the, in, in the teapot letter, and then he took it away and, and didn't give it back to her till like season nine, I think. Yeah, the very last episode, I think he gave it back to her. It was actually a letter written from John Krasinski to Jenner Fisher saying how you know how how awesome it was to work with her for nine years and shit like that it was like a personal letter between the two of them in real life as opposed to characters so i thought that was really cool (laughs) and then remember when michael's leaving and pam gets to the airport and and hugs him and you they have their their shit off 
the mics off and everything because they couldn't bring it through security. And so that that scene is um, Jenna Fisher is like they're they're talking amongst themselves, like oh there was so because Michael's lead that was his last, um, yeah besides the very 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 last episode when he comes back, that was his last scene in the in the show. And so when they're talking, it's like really man actually talk i'm gonna miss you so much thank you and all that and i thought that was really really cool oh wow and then one more on the office then i got one more for you remember when they do the nine million nine hundred and eighty six thousand minutes when fucking will ferrell ruined the whole scene because he shouldn't have been in it at all oh, shit. i must have missed that one that was the one where um you know he told him he was leaving and they made a song for for him i think it was based off a glee song or something man and that um Rent. Is it from Rent? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, they're they're all sitting in the conference room, man, and they just start singing, and he's like, "Oh my God, something's happening." He had no idea, and he starts crying, like eyes water up and tear up. It was 100% real. He had no idea that they were gonna sing him that song and do that scene. So like when he's like all teary eyed and shit, 100% real. Oh shit. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Right now, I'm still on season three. Okay. So, yeah, you're going to have to rewatch all that stuff. That's one of my three and four. It's two of my favorite favorite seasons. All right, oh, I, got yeah. one, I got one more for you. Then we can, I mean, we've been going for a little while. You guys are good. Yeah, yeah, let's just let's get one more, and then we'll uh, wrap this bad boy up. All right, do you, do you guys like Parks and Rec? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, I, I thought it was an awesome show. I loved it, man. Loved it. Daughter and the, I. The things I've seen were hilarious, but I just yeah. I never got into watching it regularly. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. Love love it. And um, Chris Pratt, you know Andy on the show, one of my favorite characters, <laughs> maybe of all time on TV. Man, Andy on Parks and Rec is the fucking best. I love Chris Pratt. Anyways, I think he's. I would like to hang out with him. Like, yeah, let's have a beer. He seems just like the coolest, coolest dude. So all right, so and and so on Parks and Rec, he plays like an idiot. Like he's an I- I- idiot. He just just says the stupidest things. He's not smart at all. He he's just dumb. So there's one part on there where um, Leslie is like the lead, Amy Poehler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know she you know she's she's the boss, whatever. And she has the flu. Like she's really like super sick. And Andy's sitting at a desk on a computer. And I'm gonna do this zero justice for sure, man. You have to like type in the scene, and it's just fucking great. And it was. Here's the thing about it. It was all improv. Like, nobody knew that he, he was going to say this. So she's got the flu and shit. She's sick as fuck. And, and she walks by the desk and, and out of the blue, and he's like, he's on the computer. He's like, hey, Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the thing up here. And it says that you could have network connectivity problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. And it was... 100% improv and he even says it like that he's like you may have network connectivity problems <laughs> that was great it was so good the scene like I said I do it no justice but oh. if you watch the scene and it's like and then you and then you find out like it was fucking totally 100% improv you're like oh my god that's fucking hilarious man yeah I, I mean I believe that because Chris Pratt is so good at doing things and making you believe like what he's saying that he's a dumbass i mean just look at when he's playing star lord he he's somebody who's trying to be badass but he's not really he like a lot of the times he's failing at it right and you, he just makes you believe that he's kind of a bumbling idiot most of the time yeah absolutely. there's a lot of 
there was a lot of improv. I, I can't think of the scenes offhand, but there was a lot of improv in that first Guardians of the Galaxy. I think both of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, I love it, man. Love it. I didn't think I was going to like Guardians of the Galaxy when, you know, when the first previews came out and shit. It has turned out to be probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. I didn't I, think I was going to like it because, like, when it was announced, I'm like, who the fuck is going to be into this? Like, this is the thing with the fucking tree and the raccoon? Like, who the hell is going to watch this shit? Right, you right. know? But then, yeah, it turned out to be one of the best, and it definitely influenced the direction of the rest of the Marvel movies because they figure, okay, we have to add more humor. People like this. Yeah, they wouldn't have yeah. done that if it wasn't for Guardians. Uh, it, it was one of my favorites. And Ragnarok, too. Thor Ragnarok, fucking yeah. oh, yeah. so so funny so good one more quick super thing Parks and Rec they you, you watch some behind the scenes shit some deleted scenes and Leslie's talking about comeback you know people who have made comebacks and I, I forget who she's like she's like this blah 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 and blah 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 and then you know she's like standing up leading them and they're all sitting down and Chris Pratt's like what about Kim Kardashian and Amy Poehler like Leslie's like well not really and Chris Pratt's like yeah, because in that video she had come on her back. That's a come up. And <laughs> the whole fucking, they just lost it. Ron Swanson, Nick, Nick Offred, all know whatever his name is. The whole fucking, anybody in that scene just fucking oh. probably laughed for like a minute straight. And he, was, he was known just to do, like, that's not obviously going to make it on air, but he was known to do just shit like that, like out of the blue. Yeah, Kim Kardashian had come on her back. That's a comeback. <laughs> they just they started cracking up, man. It was so funny. Oh, fuck. I love it. Look, I, I look since you mentioned that, along those same lines, and I'm definitely going back with this one, in Living Color, mm -hmm. uh, Homie the Clown, um, I, I don't know how many people listening to this would remember in Living Color, and uh, particularly Homie the Clown uh, that Damon Wayans played, the, the <laughs> pissed off clown that would hit people with like a sock. You know? <laughs> Homie don't play that. So, <laughs> exactly. So, um, <laughs> on one of the uh, one of the um, deleted scenes, uh, one of the characters said something to him. And, you know, homie always reacted like he was just pissed off all the time about something. So he would just have some <laughs> smart ass remark. One of the deleted scenes, he just looked at the kid and said, "Suck my dick." <laughs> <laughs> and everybody started laughing. He was like, "What? I can't say that." <laughs> Oh, oh that, I gotta watch that. I gotta find that. That sounds fucking great. <laughs> that was oh, one of the best shows of the '90s, man. That and Martin. I, oh, yeah. Every every weeknight, we used to oh, just man. wait. Yeah, for... Remember J Lo? She was a fly girl on there. She sure yeah. was. Yep. Yeah, that was good yeah. shit, man. That was a funny ass show. Oh yeah. Jim Carrey at his greatest. Yeah, that, yeah. that series made Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, that's good shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We've gone on for a while, man. As much as I hate to do this, we should really wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. we, we kind of should, man. Just real, real super quick, man. Our Remember our episode that we did, MK Ultra? Yes. Yeah. It, it has the most downloads of any show we've ever done. Oh, fucking sweet, man. Wow. How cool is that, man? People like that shit, man. People like a And the next closest one is the UFOs Declassified that we three did together. Wow. Did do what that? does that say? When did we do that UFO one? That, that was a couple of months ago, right? Yeah, um, MKUltra was episode 40, 40, I think, maybe. And um, I, I think that the 
UFO one was like 30, 34, maybe 30, 34, 36 or something like that. But yeah, those, those are the two shows that have the most downloads in, in, <laughs> in our show's history. How That's awesome really is that? That's cool, man. Yeah, wow. man. That's badass. Thank yeah. you. Right, yeah, thanks. <laughs> to all you yeah. listeners out there. Yeah, people, people, people dig us fucking together, man. Yeah, they dig three the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> they do. That's, man. What, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we started and ended with that. Oh, that's okay. called a callback, motherfuckers. That's how you do this. <laughs> that, that's continuity right there. Oh shit, that's awesome. Oh fuck, what a what a way to end it. Perfect. Man. <laughs> well boys it's always a pleasure man you know this is one of my favorite things to do man is just fucking get on here with you guys and mix it up and yeah tonight was awesome man it's i know it's been a little while but i'm um, glad to get back at it and uh yeah man we're gonna we're gonna start cranking them out again like we were in the beginning we're glad you're back we're glad your health is good and shit man we're just we're gonna start kicking ass from here on out yeah i appreciate it man thank you and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna start fucking busting them out that's what she said (laughs) (laughs) on that note thanks everybody we fucking love y'all so so much man love you guys later you've been listening to a fourth hand joint